we've got our top minds on this one, and we're going to solve this one immediately. <laughs> sod, the, sod the vaccine. Let's... Sod the vaccine. Socks need to be paired. No sock left behind. <laughs> Brilliant. Excellent. So, um, how about that podcast thing that we do? Oh, yeah, should we do that? We should just do that. Okay. Um, we need one other person, Laura. Uh, let, me, let me try and find one. Hang on. Aha! Oh, what's that? <laughs> I found one. It's Gemma. It's me. It's you. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Um, it's a lovely day here where I am. I've just been for a walk in the snow. It was very crunchy and cold and my toes are still a bit frozen. And it's Saturday morning and we're doing another Saturday morning episode, which I think worked quite nicely last time. I just ate an apple that was very crunchy, but I just finished it in time for the podcast because Josh would tell me off for eating whilst recording. Gemma, what crunchy things have you been doing in the last 24 hours? <laughs> I had a pistachio croissant from the bakery. Oh, that's pretty crunchy. That's very fancy. That's fancier mm-hmm. than our crunchies. I don't think I've ever had a pistachio croissant, but that sounds good. How does what what part of it is pistachio? It had a creamy pistachio filling. Mm. Oh, I thought Sweden was the place of pistachio. Uh, no, it tends to be. Well, I think like the most famous, the most famous baked good here is the canelbola, which is like a, a cinnamon bun. Classic. So it's a it's a, it's a cinnamon place. I uh, but I, actually, the other day. Now we're on the subject of pistachios. I did eat shelled pistachios, and I've never had pistachios. So lazy. As in, I know, right? And I've only ever eaten pistachios one by one. But I just poured like a whole handful of them out <laughs> and ate a mouthful of pistachios. It felt, I don't know. I just felt very Decadent. luxurious. <laughs> it was wild. Wow. Yeah, I've never eaten so many pistachios at once. A um, so, little yeah. fact for you to do with Canobulan, um, Canobula. Um, I was born on Canobulan Star. Oh yeah. Which is Cinnamon Bun Day for all you English people. Wonderful. Cinnamon Bun Day, born on a Monday. Christmas on Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Josh, do you so want to tell us... Wait, Josh. No, stop. Me. Joshua. Yes. Do you yes. want to tell us what the podcast is? Yes. All right. So, if you haven't listened before, the idea of this podcast at the moment is to discuss some hypothetical situations. And all three of us have prepared some hypothetical situations ahead of time. Uh, we haven't heard them yet, but I'm sure we'll hear them in a few moments. And uh, we're going to explore them one by one and try and identify how we would resolve them in a good and interesting and maybe even funny way. So, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the name of the game. And each, each time we do this, we have a different theme, uh, usually suggested by our guest, which is, of course, today, Gemma. Uh, and what's our theme this time, Gemma? The theme is socks. 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 Those little lovable friends that you wear on your feet. Unless you're Albert Einstein, in which case you don't wear them, apparently. Hmm. But before we get onto the, the subject of, uh, of, of socks, specifically, uh, Gemma, would you like to tell us what you're not? I would. And as a long-time listener of your podcast, I knew the drill. So I was mm-hmm. preparing earlier. I was uh, telling my nan the, uh, the brief. Of, I have to come up with things I'm not. And uh-huh. she was saying to me, well... You're very nice. I said, well, I can't say I'm not, ni- I'm not, not nice. She said, oh, okay. Well, um, well, you're very clever. I said, well, I can't say I'm not stupid. Um, I, I left her out of the decision-making process. Here's what Aww. I came up with. 
Perhaps controversially, I'm not a dog person. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I'm not someone who knows how to cycle. Really? I can't wow. cycle either. So high five to that. Wow. Okay. Uh, and I'm not a casual reader. Okay. What does that mean? A formal reader? Wow. Uh, well, okay. I think we'll leave those as a mystery then. Uh, I think we can triangulate at least from those three little points roughly who you are. And I think yeah, you're like a dog hating casual human formal reader very formal reader and i only use my feet not wheels on my feet oh yeah so she walks while she's not casually disliking dogs yeah yes (laughs) all right good well i think that that eminently qualifies you to be able to discuss the subject of socks with us congratulations (laughs) so welcome on board shall we should we jump in or does anyone have anything they wanted to mention does happen this week. I mean, I don't think anything happens to anyone anymore, does it? So, not really. I was I was going to do a thing where I deliberately uh, misunderstood the theme to be stocks rather than socks, oh. and then talk about talk about GameStop. But then I was like, that's what every other podcast did this week, so let's not do that. Not beef stock. <laughs> not that kind of stock. No, but we could we could yeah we could maybe well, take stocking a up. Yes. Yeah. Well, our socks is way better than stocks. Who cares about stocks? Not me, unless I want to make a nice bouillon. <laughs> oh no, I've got a horrible sock story. That um, yes. when I was uh, quite small, one of our cats brought in a present, and my way of discovering this present left by the food bowl was uh, my sock started to absorb it. Um, oh. It was a, a a very wet dead mouse. Was the wet just some wet? It was, was blood. Okay. <laughs> it was blood. Happy oh. Saturday morning to everybody. <laughs> yes, good morning. Yeah. All right, I want to start with my theme. Oh, no do you, Josh? Off, no, I do, because no one's invited me to start and I want to start. That's unlike you. It is unlike me. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm usually so shy and, and, and you know, demure. Timid, but this time, like a mouse. I want to... Timid like a dead, bloody mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I really struggled with this theme, um, but I, I think I came up with a good one in the end. Uh, and I'm going to keep it simple, as I've discovered that the simple ones are usually the best ones. So my question is, what if your socks became sentient one day? What if? Is that just the question? And, oh, that is, that is it. And I also brought along this sock puppet friend to help you, <laughs> <laughs> help you imagine what it is. Did you make that yourself? I made this sock puppet. It's not really good for the listeners, but I did make this sock puppet friend uh, myself, uh, didn't I? You sure did. <laughs> Do you know what you need, Josh? What you need is a couple of these. Oh. Oh, oh, googly eyes. Wait, can... Yeah, yeah, I can... That's a good googly eye sound effect. So I've been working on the character for this sock puppet. Tell us about him. Gonna be tell, like... tell us. Let him tell us about him. Hey, what's up? My name's Sock McPuppet. <laughs> sock McPuppet. <laughs> How you doing, you dirty sock fillers? <laughs> I'm not sure about I him. <laughs> I like. I'm not sure about me either. I like his attitude, but I also I don't like how how just mean he is to He's people a bit who aren't socks. Gurney, isn't he? <laughs> He's doing this kind of thing with his mouth a lot, which is quite good. <laughs> Um, he also kind of mouths along with what I'm saying sometimes rather than what his words I'd watch him while you sleep I mean don't watch him while you're sleeping because you're asleep but watch him yes. because when you're asleep he might bring you a dead mouse he might sort of you know, like nibble, nibble at my ear like this uh, anyway so come on then right so <laughs> I, I left this one open because I want to explore what it means I'm gonna, just going to send this little guy away for a second come back in a minute alright see you later uh, 
<laughs> so, Josh, how long has that sock been on your hand for? Uh, I put, <laughs> that was one of the reasons why I wanted to um, get into it, because my hand was getting quite warm being inside <laughs> the sock. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I was kind of hurry. My hand is actually really hot at the moment. <laughs> anyway, so let's, I left this one a bit open because I want to explore it with you. Uh, what would you... Um, what will it mean if our socks become sentient? Will different sock types have different personalities? So let's just start there and just take it and see how we go. So you, you wake up one day in the morning and uh, you reach into the drawer to pull out your favorite pair of socks to put them on. And as you pull them onto your feet, they kind of sigh a bit as if they're like, ugh, another day of this. Um, Josh, I, I've, I mean, obviously I've got just a myriad of questions but um, the first one is so is this all socks including ones that haven't been bought yet um, and ones that are mid-production oh well mid-production it's hard to say I mean it's it's, now we're getting to the kind of the abortion debate whereas you know is a fetus alive or not let's just leave that that section of the production process out what we're saying is that all socks which currently exist are suddenly alive and sentient but are the ones yet to be made will they be made sentient yes eventually yes it's a magic. It's a magic spell. We're dealing with a magic spell. Let's get that out of the way okay. ahead of time. It's, it's a magic thing. And do they have memories? So do the socks remember the scenarios in which they've already sort of existed? Yeah, they do. So yeah. they've seen like, some things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, I was, I did, as usual, I did a bit of research. Not that much this time, but. Um, How much research Wiki- is there to be done? Well, <laughs> there isn't that much, apparently. Um, but on Wikipedia, the second paragraph begins thusly. One of the roles of socks is absorbing perspiration. As the foot is the, among the heaviest producers of sweat in the body, it can produce over 0.12 litres of perspiration per day. So that's something which I think would weigh very heavily on the socks. Physically mm-hmm. and psychologically. L- literally, yes. Yeah. What a job. That's quite a lot of sweat. It is a lot of sweat, isn't it? Who has that much sweat? I have to say I've never thought about socks as one of their roles being a sweat catcher. Okay, what's a sock to you then? <laughs> um, warmth and comfort. I mean, so so I feel like the socks kind of sigh sadly as you pull them on as they have to face another day um, just around your feet and then in your shoes. And it's pretty rough for the socks. I mean, we've all been in lockdown. Like, we can empathise. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we can relate to these socks just having to stay inside. But we've already established that these socks are quite unhappy about their lot in life. They're not happily uh, being put onto our feet. They're actually sighing with despair. Do they have aspirations? Well, so, I mean, I've painted this as them being sad about this, but uh, the other weekend we watched Toy Story 4. I don't know if you've seen that film. That's one where they Um, go into the fire, isn't it? The sad, sad one. That's Toy Story 3. You've ruined it for everyone. Okay, sorry. Um, Toy Story 4 is the one where where the little girl makes um a forky at the school out of a fork it's like there's, there's a bunch of stuff from the bin and she makes it, this little fork and he has the, it's basically a spork no spork no forky is his name but he's actually a spork and he has uh, arms made of um uh, pipe cleaners but the thing is is that he's just trash and he's constantly trying to throw himself in the bin so maybe the socks really like being socks because that's like their intended purpose and they're just really like chasing that dream so don't let me paint you into a corner I don't know. It's it's hard to know because if they're going to gang up on you, like, are they going to murder you in the night? Like, what are they going to do? Because my socks, they're all bunched up and they're quite tightly bundled. So I don't know if they'll be able to get out. It'd be like a Houdini scenario for all of them. Um, But I don't know. I mean, I don't think they'd they'd rebel too much. Like, they have quite a nice time, really. I just sort of 
scurry around the place. Uh, I often step in puddles, though, uh, in the kitchen. On purpose. So I guess they'd hate me for that. Maybe they would just, you know, they would, they would be happy with their lot in life. Or maybe they wouldn't. I mean, that's, I'm kind of, that's, that's part of the question here, really. But another part is, would you try to make friends with them and be kind to them now you know that they are sentient? I think you'd be in a danger zone if you didn't, because they could really mess stuff up for you. Like, what if you went somewhere cold and it just ran away, and then you just have cold, cold feet? And, you know, they could just, like, make that awkward bit of your shoe hurt more because that's, mm. that's what they could do. I think definitely keep the socks on side. I don't know how you'd make them like you but you could have like a maybe a sock bowl and they could sort of roll around at it and have a nice time <laughs> put them in the sun when it's sunny and they could get you know catch some rays well that sounds nice and the sock bowl thing I, i'm not sure where that came from but it sounds fun i guess i just think that looked quite nice like loads of little socks just lying out there like sunning themselves rolling around like kittens when they're sort of in a basket but socks that does sound quite nice Yes. And, um, question about the socks. Um, so obviously baby socks are smaller than adult socks. Um, mm-hmm. Do the socks grow and age? What, do, do your socks grow and age now? No, but they could, I Am guess. I, what no, if a I sock gets a hold? Does it feel pain? Well, I think, I think yeah, maybe it does feel pain. I think that they're, 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 they're sentient, but well, what we haven't discussed is can they actually move by themselves? Um, I think it's probably more fun if they can move, but also way, way more creepy. <laughs> so much mischief. Can you imagine trying to find a pair of socks in the morning if they're all able to move? <laughs> oh, jeez, because they'll be kind of like they'll be like a little worm that worms around, and then maybe they can sort of knot themselves together and build like a sock-like man. Oh you, my god, that's oh. scary! You're like, oh, I, sorry, I'm late for work. My socks all ran away, and that's like a legitimate reason for being late for work. <laughs> my socks tried to strangle me. <laughs> yeah, the, my socks kind of conglomerated together, and they built like their own sort of human sock man and and then they i had a fight with it and i had to beat it down because all the other socks in in the entire neighborhood came together and like knotted together this sounds horrible josh you've just created a nightmare i don't think anyone would ever wear a sock again well i think it's i think what we're creating is like a sort of bicentennial man kind of kind of thing where where the bicentennial man you know how he became he started off as a, a robot and became human well this would be is like one sock he says to the other sock hey you Will you? Will you? Do you want to join together? And they're like, yeah, okay. And then like those two socks bind together, and they find other socks, and then slowly like you get thousands and thousands and thousands of socks that that bind together and make make some kind of anthropomorphic shape, and then that anthropomorphic shape goes around and wants to become human, kind of like in the Jungle Book when that monkey's like, I want to be like you, ooh, ooh. but then he starts taking your organs and replacing his sock organs with with no, organs. no, Josh, you need to stop here because this is <laughs> this has become. Something horrible for a Saturday morning. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I did get a bit out of hand. I think, I mean, would we start wearing things that weren't socks as socks to avoid the socks? Yeah, maybe. Is it a sock? Like, if you put your foot inside it, is it a sock? Is that... Is yeah, that... It, it's, still, it's still fundamentally a sock, but it might talk back to you. Oh, no. And think of all the things they've, like, seen and heard, and they could blackmail a whole multitude of teenage boys, and it just, you know, it's a real danger oh. zone. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I feel like certain sections of the population would have a much more difficult relationship with their socks. My thinking of these socks, before it got terrifying with anthropomorphized sock people, um, I was imagining um, bonding with the socks. As soon as I realised that they're sentient, that they've got Mm. feelings, they can move about, 
you know, I'd start being nice to them, I'd, I'd become an advocate for the socks, and I'd be quite grateful for them, you know, quite kind. And, and also, I'd, I started thinking about how, I, I think I already believe that different socks have different personalities. You know, you've got different shaped socks, socks for different mm-hmm. functions, you've got your walking socks, you've got your trainer socks, you've got your woolen, scandy print socks for the winter, you, know, you sound a- like a QVC lady selling us some socks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be an advocate for these socks, opening people's minds to just how many, how different the socks are from each other. You know, mm. one sock isn't the same as another. They've all got their own personalities. And eventually I'd like to set up a fund um, to do research into uh, the socks and their feelings and their personalities and develop some sort of personality type test for the socks. So that we can come oh. to understand them and, and incorporate them into society. Wow. That sounds quite interesting. I, I want to dig more into the personality test for socks. Mm. Uh, can, we, can we think a little bit about what questions would be on that test? You might have some about their attitudes towards their, their purpose in life. You know, mm-hmm. being on mm-hmm. a foot. Are they quite happy to just go along with that? Or, you know, do they want a relationship with us? You might, you might look at that. I, uh, I, what I would really like to ask the socks is how do they feel about being worn with sandals? Oh, oh dear. It's controversial. That will split the, split the room. Like a pair of socks. Yeah. Uh, because actually, so when I was researching some information about socks before this podcast, desperately trying to find some inspiration... I found out that the earliest known surviving pair of socks are from 300 to 500 AD, presumably. And they were actually had a split toes. They had like two toes. Uh, and they were actually designed to be used with sandals. So mm. the original socks were designed to be worn with sandals, which is very, very upsetting to me. Wow, that's, that's a lot. Um, I'm kind of worried about like the renegade socks, sort of the rebellious collective. Like, is there somewhere you can send your socks to if they're misbehaving, where they're kept more under lock and key, like a sock like a correctional prison. facility for socks? Yeah, <laughs> to learn the error of their ways. I suppose, yeah, that would be like it'd be like any kind of society, you know, with sentient sentient beings. They'll need to have prisons, you need to have hospitals, psychiatrists, you need to have shopping centres for the socks to buy socks for themselves and other accessories. It gets very complicated. Sounds I like mean, a lot of effort. I don't know if yeah. I want the socks to be sentient, to be honest. Yeah, especially if they sort of form some kind of terrifying sock homunculus that would then try to attack us. Or a union. Yeah. Or <laughs> even worse than the homunculus <laughs> would be a union. <laughs> what does a sock sock look like? What does a sock look like? No, well, sock a... sock. You said they would buy their own socks. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I guess we have socks, so why wouldn't they? It would just be a smaller sock that goes at the end of the sock. <laughs> like a thimble? Yeah, it would be, like be like a fabric thimble. <laughs> but then do those thimble socks become sentient and it becomes... Oh, well, I mean, we've just opened up Pandora's box there, haven't we? You, you've started something on a Saturday morning. It's a bit much. I think I think we need to we need to wrap this up. Yes, I mean it seems like it's a very very complex situation. I feel like we've only just touched. The, <laughs> we've the, made it worse. The edge of that. We've made it much much worse. I thought it would be, be very easy to resolve this. I mean, what does your little not. guy say about it? Like, what's his thoughts on it? Put him back mean, on. Let's just, let's just put him back on. Let's see what he says to say. What have you got to say? 
Saki McPuppet. I don't know. I think you guys are really causing a lot of problems out there. And I think that if the socks were in control, then they'll probably be able to, uh, I don't know, get rid of climate change or something like that. <laughs> strong words there, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, well-spoken Saki McPuppet. No problem. <laughs> Okay, let's put him away. We've heard enough of him, so we can just put him back in the socks. We just drawer. thrown him. I just threw him across the room. Yeah, oh, that's the respect I have the socks. Gemma, do you want to go next or do you want me to go next? Yeah, sure, I'll go next. Okay. Gemma, go on. Do it. Uh, Because in a previous episode, Josh uh, drew inspiration from Rick and Morty, I took that as Mm -hmm. permission to uh, draw inspiration from another form of media. And mine comes from uh, one of Terry Pratchett's ideas. Oh, thank God. I was so worried it was going to be another Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> I was so terrified then. Okay, good. The, the scenario is, in your home, you start to hear scrabbling under the floorboards. Oh. And you think, oh God, there's some creature under there. You call pest control. Uh, someone comes over. They say, oh, I think I know what it is. Have your socks started to go missing? And you sort of confusedly say, well, yeah, actually, now that you say that, they have been going missing. What's that got to do with what's under the floorboards? And they say, ah, well, I'm sorry to inform you, uh, you've got a sock eater living under the floorboards. (laughs) No. And I'm really sorry, but we haven't got any wizards available at the moment to come and uh, spell them away. Because they are magic, just like hmm. your magical scenario, Josh. You know, you're going to have to put up with this sock eater for a few months yet until the wizards are free. And then the wizards will come eventually and get rid of the sock eater. Um, and the sock eater is a very small creature that looks a bit like an elephant. And the trunk is quite wide, so it can suck the socks up. Oh, no. <laughs> That's great. So, my question to you is, how do you deal with this situation of the sock eater living under your floorboards and eating your socks? Can you tie his trunk in a knot? I suppose you could do. But it's not going to want you to do that, is it? Well, just lure it in, give it a sock while it's having a munch, tied up. I think, yeah, we have to, we'll have to make a trap somehow. Does it hoover all the way from upstairs? Well, it'll come out at night. Oh, and it runs around and eats them. Yeah. Oh, maybe make it perpetually day. Move <laughs> how, somewhere. How do you plan to do that? Let's explore that one. Move yeah, somewhere where there's that. white nights, like you know those bits of the world where white nights happen, and then so they, you just move. Some, yeah, move house. Just okay. You know, I guess he wouldn't even come with you, really. Then you'd just be stuck somewhere else. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think I think the good solution here is just just move house. Just just leave your house behind. Could you fill your socks with grenades? Wow. I mean, maybe baby grenades, like tiny ones, just to like pop them up. So you've got no qualms about just blowing up this little creature? Well, he's eating my socks. (laughs) He's eating my socks. (laughs) Stop wearing socks. Um, Stop wearing socks. Could you get another one and then they could fall in love and be distracted? Uh, I've got an idea. What we do is we make the socks sentient. (laughs) <laughs> and then we we wake and so then then these these socks now have a predator and they'll have to somehow fight against the predator, and run away from them. Wow. <laughs> now, where does he live? Like in a basement? Do we have a basement? 
well, yeah, if you have a basement, he lives in there and like hides in the corners. Or if you don't, he just lives under the floorboards somewhere scuttling about. Can we have a chat with him? Bring him out. Let's have a chat. Yeah, can we reason with it? Can, can we reason with it? Does it understand our human language? Not really. It's just an animal. It's just an animal. Uh, can we set a bigger animal on it? What would you propose? Uh, a sock eater. Yes, yeah, let's get a sock eater eater. You want a natural predator for the sock eater? Yeah, what would be yes. that? Good question. Well, you know when, like, you know when if you have rats in the house and you buy a cat and the cat eats the rats? Or mm. the little old lady who swallowed a fly? Yeah, and then so you send in the, the fly eater and then you send in the fly eater eater and then you sit until the woman's full of... Flies. Flies. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the story goes, right? Yeah. Okay, so if we're imagining that the predator is going to eat the sock eater, would it make yes. sense for a shoe eater to eat it? Because, you know, the shoe goes over the sock. Yeah, but, mm. no, but the shoe eater eats shoes, though, so they wouldn't be interested in a sock eater. I think they, I think they would, they would work together very well. They'll probably collaborate nicely, the two That's of them. That's true. Yeah, they uh, team up. They would just make your life worse. Could you um, repurpose the sock eater? So sort of use your socks as small um, rubbish bin like type thing. So you just put all your rubbish in a sock, <laughs> tie it up, and then he eats that, and you've got rid of your rubbish as well. And you just end up buying yeah. a lot of socks instead of bin bags. Yeah. Good How does shout. he digest them? Does he do poos? Oh God. You don't know. You would find out. <laughs> You'd find out pretty quickly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd just put some rubbish in it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just fill your socks with rubbish. <laughs> and, then, and then feed them. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Maybe you could tame it and make it into a pet. Well, this is what I was thinking is, could we have like a Crufts for sock eaters? And, you know, like they have to go over an obstacle course and they have like a special uh, section where they have to look beautiful. And then there's another section where they have to do tricks or something. Can we train it? You can definitely try. I'm sure it'd be willing if you offered it a sock. Could you... So you could become a magician and it could be your sort of assistant and you could do a thing where you swindle people. So you, on, on the stage you say, OK, can everyone take off their socks and put their most valuable items into the sock for this <laughs> trick? And then he just, like, hoovers the whole lot up and then you run away. <laughs> that Sorry. sounds like a criminal activity, Laura. <laughs> it yeah. does, it does. And also, what like what performance have you ever been to, Laura, where they said, Hi, yeah, please put all your really expensive belongings into this sock or this this container and watch this watch us make them disappear. And you're like, Oh great, yeah, I'll do that right away. <laughs> well you don't say you're gonna make them disappear, you just say we'll make them reappear somewhere else or something. In the bank. <laughs> In my collection of valuables. I can foresee you getting in trouble for this when their items don't return. But you, you've already left. You're speedy. Okay. I mean, it's a life of crime, a life on the road. But mm, mm. I think, you know, you and your sock eater could become firm friends. I don't think the sock eater is really needed in this. If, you, if you're just taking people's belongings in a container and then running away, I don't think <laughs> sort of the, the sock eater seems at best an, an accessory to the crime. <laughs> I, I like that you've decided to become friends with the, the sock eaters put them to a purpose and I, I like Josh's idea of a, a sock eater crafts you know showcase <laughs> the sock eaters qualities and skills what kind of what kind of fur does it does it have fur or does it have scales no it's like an elephant so it's quite smooth uh, rough skin could you rough skin rough rough skin okay I think Ruskin is a good name for a sock eater yeah Ruskin okay. a sock eater Angela Ruskin uh, is the name of the sock eater um <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to polish Angela's skin. And Does it have tusks? No, no tusks, just a, a wide no trunk. Tusks. This is not the most 
like it's not the easiest creature to enter into crust make it look good. <laughs> to tart <Yeah>. up <laughs> I, put, I put some lipstick around a trunk or something oh no oh angela ruskin you look so good today <laughs> that's the sound they make i think you could very you could try you could put a wig on her you could put a bow on top <laughs> she'd be a, a fabulous suit. lady i'm interested in this sock creature can i just say by the time by the way the whole time that we've been talking about sock eater i've been i've had that song by nelly Furtado in my head well i'm like a bird He's a sock eater, make you work hard, make you spin hard, make you eat all your socks. <laughs> you know that one? I just had that that's the theme tune of Angela. Yeah, that's what she would walk on to at Crafts. She'd strut her stuff to that. Oh. Would there, well, is, this, is, this, is there just one sock eater? Is, is Angela unique or, or are there lots of No, they lots are. Of they are a thing. They do turn up. So there's, okay. there's more than one. I think, Maybe, I think the increased demand would, would you know, They'll they'll become a bigger market for socks. They probably become like um, like compostable, so they just be a one use sock, and then mm. it doesn't really matter, does it? Because she just eats them. Especially if you could weave like socky to poo into socks. Mm. But then she might not want them because it's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah because poo. that's like saying, oh, I took I took all this, <laughs> this sewage and I turned into a nice meal for you. <laughs> Mm. But it's like that Weasley poo coffee, isn't it? You know, like the, the weasels eat the the thing, the coffee beans, and then they poop them out, and then they're worth more. Yeah, but the but the, the weasels don't then drink the coffee. I think they would find that very <laughs> repulsive. It's true. It's but true. imagine if they did, though, because then the, 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 whatever comes out of the weasel after that, oof, that's the good Super stuff. Super fancy. <laughs> that's how it works, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's my new coffee. Three cycles through the weasel. It's uh, very, very strong. Well, um, Gemma, have we solved your scenario so. here? I don't oh, know yes. what we've done. Very, ta- very satisfactorily. Okay, thank you. Um, good, good job, guys. I think we've just actually done this with all of them and made it more, more questions um, to explore yes. rather than fixing the problems. But that's the show, isn't it? Yeah, that is the show. Just mm. making more problems. Is, yeah, yes. What we do that is we is. take a problem and we make it worse. Um, yes. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> my scenario i came up with but then didn't fully formulate it and now i don't really know what it is but i'm going to tell you it and then you can work with it um that's the idea you got it (laughs) i've worked it out so so i was just trying to think about socks and what's like and what's annoying and and what would be helpful and obviously i think i have a problem that many many people have with socks where you start off with two and then sometimes there's one and you swear you put two in the washing machine, but then there's only one, and, and then the second one never comes back, and it's really annoying, or... Do you have a sock eater? I might have a sock eater. I, could, I mean, I could definitely have one. Um, I don't know what to... You could also have a sentient sock, which just runs away, because it's had enough. could have both, actually, yeah. Um, but my... So I put to you guys, um, you are given a, a basically unlimited budget to come up with a household device to ensure that people always have pairs of socks so no sock ever goes missing no sock is ever not part of a pair you are tasked with this 
um, and you are able to use any resources that you are able to find. And, and the, the product has to be sort of semi-affordable. Um, but yeah, you guys are the masterminds behind this uh, household device to ensure that everybody always has pairs of socks. Uh, how would you go about it? No sock left behind. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the name of the, of the thing. No sock left behind. Uh, yes, I have an invention. It's called a peg. <laughs> I've uh, invented it just now, um, the name and the concept, and it will just hold the socks together, and there you go. In the washing what, machine? It, yeah, in the washing machine. Yeah, just a peg. And when your washing machine breaks because bits of plastic have fallen off and like got stuck inside it. It's made of wood. Bits of wood what? have fallen off. Okay. But the spring is metal. Yes. So what if the metal bit comes out and kills your washing machine? Oh, that would be, be okay. Well, all right. Not a peg then. No peg. Pegs out. What about... What about magnets? I feel like magnets pretty good. Sock magnets. Wouldn't they leave the little bit of sort of brownie residue on them, though? <laughs> no more brownie <laughs> residue than there already is on my socks. <laughs> See, I had a similar idea. I started thinking about magnets. And then I thought, well, if I've got all of the money and resources in the world, I'll get some inventors on it. And they can come up with not magnets, but something a bit more advanced, like fabrics that attract to each other. And it's not so strong that you can't pull them apart and put them on different feet. Like Velcro? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But not that they're going to try and stick to each other while they're on your feet. That would be annoying. But, you know, it's weak Mm. enough that, yeah, so that when they're ready to go in the wash, they just stick together. They go in, they get washed and they come out together. How does it stop other socks from sticking to those socks? How do they know? Uh. How do they recognise each other? Yeah, like a QR code that they recognise with the new. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a QR code and they'll scan. Yes. They'll scan each other. And yes. would, that um, sounds affordable yeah. for every household. It's heavily subsidised by the government or something. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because it's such yeah. a universal problem that the government has recognised. I, I, okay, I have, I have a suggestion. But before we do that, I just love this world where the government has recognised that there's a problem and is taking action about <laughs> it. <laughs> What a wonderful world that is. Wow. <laughs> and not only do they take action, like they're really taking action on that one. <laughs> they're like, don't worry, we'll roll out a system that helps every yeah. household. We've got our top minds on this one and we're going to solve this one immediately. <laughs> sod, the, sod the vaccine. Let's... Sod the vaccine. Socks need to be paired. No sock left behind. <laughs> I'd like to see the adverts for it as well. Mine would be quite a sensual advertising campaign because... You know, they're, they're, they're not stuck to each other like glue. They're just next to each other gently. So it would be mm. like the, the advert would be something like the socks were having a relationship, you know, sort of caressing each other and they want to spend all their time together. And I think I've just, I've just we, we've managed to come full circle, right? Because what you said is that, is that the socks are caressing each other and like the scientists have, have tried to make a way to do that. that. That's how the socks became sentient is because science... It, you know, just because no. we could, can, we didn't think about whether we should. And we turned the socks into sentient creatures because, like, we had to make them fall in love with each other so they would never want to be apart from each other. And that's how they became sentient. Wow. There we go. We've come we've, full we've circle. Full circle. And we haven't really solved anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> All done. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, Some no, sort of okay. QR-coded magnet-type Velcro device. Yeah, they recognise yes. each other. Okay, well, I have, I have actually now two solutions to this. Okay. Um, uh, do you want the boring solution or do you want the exciting solution? Exciting. 
Okay, well, I'm going to give you both, but the first one I'll give you the exciting. So the exciting, it's not actually, actually, they're both pretty boring. The exciting solution is that... What, <laughs> what a way to manage your vacations. One is boring, one is more boring. So the, 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 the less boring one, you change fashion and we no longer wear socks anymore. We no longer wear trousers anymore. What we wear now is trousers, and trousers are basically trousers that have socks built in that's a terrible idea because you need to wash your socks more frequently than you need to wash your trousers well not anymore you're going to wash your trousers a lot more than you think about it because also the trousers are underwear too so <laughs> basically the whole bottom part of your body is just one garment so they're awful. long johns with fo- footsie bits on they're tights yeah like footy they're basically pajamas. thick tights yeah, thick. Lewis is nodding. They're thick tights. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone just wears thick tights. <laughs> you wear them all the time. Lewis just said, "Why is this strange? I wear them all the time." <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying is that you don't wear anything else other than these thick trousers or trousers. I'm going to call them. I'm going to stick with that one. Uh, and that way, because they're because they're one piece, they, they they can't separate. Like the the main design flaw with socks is that they just separate because they're two separate pieces. But we're not going to do that. Make them one. We're going to just have one. You could piece. have um one long piece of string that goes up one leg of your trousers and down the other, <laughs> like mittens. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Okay. And that would be really hard to put on though, like threading your socks <laughs> through your trousers in the morning. And like, can you imagine like a romantic like encounter? And then you're like, oh, we'll just take our clothes off. Oh wait. Oh, but my my socks are all entangled with your socks because of the strings. <laughs> I mean, taking your socks off is already the most awkward part of any romantic encounter. So if they're attached with string to each other, and you try to like pull one and it's pulling the other one up and you pull the other one down, it pulls the other one up again. It's just, oh man. Wonderful. Yeah, okay. That would probably end up result in like massive underpopulation in the world because people would never, ever, ever get on. Get it on. Get it on. I don't know why I chose that term <laughs> to describe that, but whatever, that's what, that's what came to my um, head. And so, and, and so what's the boring option? So the boring option is something which boring people have solved centuries ago. And that is just to have all your socks be exactly the same. And it doesn't matter which ones they're paired up with. It's just a, it's just, you know, a harem of socks. Just pick whatever, a whichever two you like. Wow. Yeah, they're all the same. But what about that's if not... they stop making them or, or they start bringing out one that's like a half a centimetre taller or some are a bit older, so they're slightly greyer? Nope, we are just getting rid of all sock designs. There's only There's only one size fits all pair of grey sock that's horrible <laughs> not you're grey you're the worst alternatively you can do what I do which is just be okay with having odd socks and have odd socks and then it just let it be a cool a well I think that's that fine have. but it's when they're different materials or different heights that's when the trouble starts because if one <laughs> is a bit shorter or one's not as soft or a bit thicker then it's really weird for your feet i thought you said if one's not a sock one's something else i've got odd socks one of these is a tie and the other one's my sock <laughs> i'm doing this all wrong yeah yeah i don't i don't know about that suggestion josh i wouldn't say that's a solution i'd say that's a cop out well, i've given you like three solutions there and they're all really good i've just come up with another one Okay. Um, okay. That do, does away with socks altogether, and we just have some sort of um, protective top layer put onto our feet. You know, some really advanced technology. It's like varnish. A, a new, yeah, a bit like varnish, <laughs> but it's breathable. So in hot weather, your feet stay cool. 
but in cold weather they stay warm and also you don't get that annoying rubbing you don't get blisters they help stop you stub your toes things like that um so it's just a new material that we have applied to our feet just kind of sounds horrible just laminate your feet there you go problem solved <laughs> yep lovely okay um yeah well thanks guys I mean, you've given us some some solutions um well we'll keep working on it i don't think we're quite there yet but but thank you go back you. to the scientists <laughs> go back to the back scientists are paying bajillion pounds too yeah uh, give fine. the top minds our suggestions okay well i think we've solved all three scenarios josh is pulling a very strange face where his tongue is sticking out yeah because I'm, I'm preparing for the next section of the podcast the next section oh oh are you typing in some uh, bits and pieces yes checking the emails what did google say to us this week well, Google has sent us three new emails. Um, <laughs> They're their biggest fans. And, uh, they just love us. They, uh, there's some new, they have new suggestions that we can... Uh, well, actually, it's all in Swedish, but they said, I thought a slog's going on. That's not, but that's not very exciting. Um, but what, yeah, so actually, last episode, I, I, I was overwhelmed by all the, um, the Google messages, and I missed out that we actually did get a real message from a real listener, from Mrs. Trellis. So, uh, the, the email reads thusly, Dear Mr. Hartner, as a fan of your movies and your incredible good looks, I have followed you through your podcasts. Every week I wait with bated breath. They lift me and make me feel as though I'm your only listener, which I wouldn't be surprised if I was. Well, <laughs> <laughs> nice reality check there. I must say that I feel it would benefit you getting rid of those women and doing it on your own. Good advice. So I can listen to your mellifluous tones without interruption. Please do something to remove those other girls or I'll have to intervene. My goodness. Watch out. I understand that you've yet to fill your 45 dates, so I propose that you ditch the idea and have just one with me, your greatest fan. I've been fully <laughs> checked for COVID. It's <laughs> a good check. Let's do a quick check through for COVID. As well as chlamydia, always good. Herpes and HIV, wow, the whole package. But not syphilis or super gonorrhea, as I don't think I'll pass those. Oh. <laughs> what a treat. Super gonorrhea is a, it's a big one. Keep your eyes out there with them. Uh, yours faithfully, Mrs. Trellis from North Wales. P.S. I'll follow this email up with another two, which should entitle me to all three five-pound prizes for the first three emails. And I haven't received those two emails, but yes, there, there, there is a five-pound prize. There are still two prizes remaining for the first emails, the first three emails. So um, thank you, Mrs. Trellis. Your five pounds will be in the post. <laughs> from Mr. Hartnett. From, yes, <laughs> the, wrong, the wrong Josh, but yes, close enough. So yes, thank you for your email. That's very flattering. Very nice. Wonderful. Very flattering. I'm, I, and it's given me some great ideas for the next episode of the podcast. <laughs> Getting rid of the women. <laughs> Getting rid of the women. It's just going to be me next time. Just you uh, and super gonorrhea. It's my, me and my super gonorrhea reading from my... Memoirs. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, that's great. Well, um, yeah. I mean, if anyone else has got any comments... Suggestions? Uh, suggest- feedback? <laughs> You've still got the five pound prizes available. What is the email address, Josh? Yes, the email address is one of many pilots at gmail.com. Is it spelt one or is it a number one? It's spelt with the word O N E. Ah, Not the number. So if I were to send you an email, um, Hmm. what are you looking for? Comments, praise, criticism, or are you just looking for scenarios for you to solve? All of those things would be would be great. Only criticism uh, for Josh, though. Yeah, maybe criticism may is not so nice, but it'd be nice. Positive. Keep your thoughts criticism. to yourself. <laughs> yes, but if you have some like that one was very nice, very flattering. <laughs> a bit good too look. flattering. Nice touch. More of those. Uh, 
more of those. Uh, but yeah, suggestions for themes or um, uh, scenarios would be very welcome. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that all of the components? That's all the components of this podcast. We've just put them all together there. Well done. Like uh, little building blocks. Well done, yes. team. Oh, well, well done. Thank you, Gemma, for contributing. Yeah, thank you for coming. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. Um, but yeah, yes. thanks for being a part of today's episode. Mm. Um, does the, your little friend have anything to say uh, before we go? He's just uh, lying on the floor, it, isn't he? He's lying on the floor. Don't know. Anything left to say? You sure? <laughs> okay. <laughs> nothing, nothing more for him. It's, he's he's, he's in, in, inanimate now. It's just resting. Resting. It's been a hard day. All right. All right. See you guys Thanks later. Thanks everyone. Cheers. See you next time. Bye. Bye.